Greetings, welcome to episode 14 of Dr. Will's Software Project Leadership Podcast, Software Maintainability, Part 1. I bought a 2007 Infinity G35 new. Yeah, it's 15 years old now. Still runs great. Has needed minor repairs plus the usual preventive maintenance. Replace the fluids and filters, tires. Oh yeah, tires. My G wants high-performance tires. My wife, well, she doesn't. Anyway, the usual stuff. In 15 years, I've probably spent an additional 15% of the total cost of the car on maintenance. Not bad. On average, 80% of the lifetime cost of the software system is spent on its maintenance. Empirically, that means that on average, you spend an additional 400% of the cost building the software on maintaining it. Simple Pareto analysis will tell you that you want to minimize that. Every software system that is remotely successful will have to be maintained. First, what does that mean? And second, why does it cost so bloody much? Well, the answer to the second question is implicit in the first, that is, in the meaning of software maintenance. So what does it mean to maintain software? First, the software maintainer is generally not the person who wrote the code in the first place. So much of the code that is being maintained is foreign code, meaning that the code might make sense to the reader, or it might be word salad. You don't know until you look under the hood. First of all, maintenance is fixing defects, so-called bugs. I don't believe in software bugs. I only believe in software defects, but that is a rant for another day. To fix a problem or a defect, you have to understand why it is a problem. You mean that isn't a feature? Then figure out where in the code that problem is manifested. Then figure out how to make the code do what it is supposed to do. And how do you know what that is? Then make the change and ensure that you haven't broken something else in the process. And then finally deploy the new improved software system to the field and pray that users don't find an unexpected way to do things in a way that uncovers yet more defects. So that's what software maintenance is primarily. Secondarily, it's keeping the system in stride with all the other systems that it connects to. Imagine going to a gas station and discovering that all the pumps have a new standard nozzle that doesn't fit your car's fuel filler tube. Third, it is adding new features to the system. Gee, wouldn't it be great if the system had an integrated scheduling calendar or integrated with, say, Calendly? But that doesn't just mean showing the user a calendar. It is fitting it into the rest of the system in a way that makes sense. It has to do something more than just display the calendar, right? Fourth, it's making sure that the system keeps performing well. I worked on a system that failed to consider how large the data set would grow. Over time, the data set grew so large that the screen driven by that part of the code would never display any data. It became completely unusable. Finally, it's even taking a hard look at the system to figure out how to reduce its long-term maintenance cost, something that the original system developers often fail to consider. The maintenance organization looking for ways to make the system easier to maintain is itself maintenance. So maintenance is expensive because maintenance means so many different things. And because the code is generally custom-made. The reason it's relatively cheap to maintain a car, uh, Dr. Will, have you been to the shop lately, is that the car uses standard parts and how those parts are replaced and or repaired is pretty well defined. And diagnosing the car's problems from its reported and observed symptoms is reasonably well understood. But imagine if you will, if every car was custom built, it might use standard parts but the parts are force fit, that is forced to fit together. And there are custom pieces welded onto the frame. And it needs a special synthetic oil. So that basically every car is a Formula One race car. There's no Chilton's manual 
nor are there any YouTube channels that explain how to maintain the vehicle. And then there are those parts that are in the engine compartment that you can only guess at what they exactly do. Imagine how much it would cost to maintain that car. And that is what software maintenance is, unfortunately, like. Next time, let's talk about how to build a system that's easier, cheaper, and faster to maintain. This channel is dedicated to helping software projects succeed, not just in the short term, but in the long. That's it for me, for you, for now. You have a great day and a great week ahead. Be careful out there. I'll be seeing you. Bye.